0: Hey everybody! I'm Zulie,
1: and I'm Fab, and you're listening to the Unhinged Sisters podcast, the show that joined two sisters connected by a Mister to talk about everyday life, motherhood, and everything in between.
0: Come join along with us on this crazy journey called life. Welcome back, everyone, to Unhinged Sisters for this bonus episode. Um, before we do get started, we would both like to send our sincerest, deepest condolences to all the victims and families affected by the Astro World Festival tragedy that occurred over the weekend. Um, and we definitely want to get into concert safety, everything that went wrong, everybody's
1: Absolutely. thoughts on what occurred. So, Absolutely. <laughs> it is um, such a big tragedy um, that could have been avoided. It's scary. Definitely. It's That's really okay. scary it to scary. think about it, you know, um, seeing so many lives lost over this um, that could have been prevented in so many different ways, in my opinion. Um, just to get into the little topic, for those that don't know, World is a mu- 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 music festival. Gosh, I can't talk today. Um, It's a music festival, um, and this particular year had the performances by Young Thug, Saz, Little Baby, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Master P, 21 Savage, and a surprise performance by Drake, along with Travis Scott, which is the organizer, along with Live Nation, of this particular music festival. This is a a two-day concert um, out of Houston, Texas. It took place November 5th. Um, That's unfortunately when the tragedy happened. Um, Ironically enough, they sold 100,000 tickets within the hour. Can you believe that? That is crazy. This was a very, very popular um, music festival. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had never personally heard of it before. Um, I known of Travis Scott because he is with Kylie Jenner and I kind of not that I truly follow but you see the media all over the place and I guess with her pregnancy announcement his name is um all over the place too um Mm -hmm. but I had no idea that he actually had an actual music festival that he put out he puts out every year Uh um And these tickets, I mean, for this festival, I was actually very surprised with the price of these tickets. But then again, I haven't been to a concert in so long. Mm -hmm. But these ticket prices, um, the regular admission were about $300 with a $65 fee. Then they had a VIP admission for $725 with a $69 additional fee. And then they also had the option of a no-bystandard VIP, which was $1,000 with like a $78 fee. Mm -hmm. Um, What interests me is that I guess the regular admission is, I'm assuming, is where everybody stands out in the crowd.
0: Yeah. Um, Definitely the way this one was set up. It was a festival type that everybody's standing around. There's no real sitting unless, I'm sure,
1: you're in the VIP section. Right. So with that, I mean, the, the festival was sold out. Um, they expected about 50,000 attendants per day of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, what interest, what I thought was really interesting about this event and very tragic. Um, one of the things that I was reading is that they had no age requirement. And to me, concerts like this, I mean, let's go back a little bit and, and just analyze this because this is a rap concert,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Not to sound judgmental at all, but it's not a concert that I would say would be appropriate for a certain age Mm -hmm. or certain age group. And and what I found is, I mean, along with um, the unfortunate people that have passed away, there is a nine-year-old little boy that's still in a coma from being in this concert. No, definitely... I have so
0: many mixed feelings here. I mean, being one that some of my earliest, best memories growing up was going to festival, music festivals and concerts with my dad. I mean, my parents kind of started me out really early, (laughs) going to music festivals and stuff like that. So I understand some viewpoints where there should be kind of an age requirement for certain concerts. However, I really, I don't know. I, I I feel like that is, that's something like a parent should really have the final say on. But however, I feel like there should have been some judgment to here with the type of concert this was. Like it, it's a festival. It's, it looks like a giant mosh pit at the end of the day. Exactly <laughs> so, what it turned mean... <laughs> out to.
1: It's exactly what he turned out to. Apparently um, Travis Scott has been known in his concert for um, being rowdy with his crowd. Yes. There's rowdy behavior with the way he wants the crowd to perform. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I did read is that he was, um, he was inciting that the, 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 the crowd do this crowd rush thing, which I honestly didn't even know what he was, to be honest with you, which is to carry people in a wave with their body crowd surfing.
0: Yeah, like crowd, <laughs> crowd surfing, surfing kind yeah. of thing.
1: They call it crowd rush, um, which has people have no control. So as the crowd comes at you, you either go along or you're going to be stampede to death, which happened to be what happened here. Um, well, the other thing that's very interesting is that I found is in the midst of all of this. There was not enough security, and I... the security was ill prepared for the amount of people that were in attendance at this concert. I mean, I've been to several concerts before myself, um, of course, as in late teens, early adults. Um, it has not been this type of concert, mm-hmm. but I could totally see how generational wise, people are flocking to you know their idols and. Here in Delaware, we do have um, a festival as well, which does bring in a really, really big crowd um, of people here as well. And they have similar uh, performers out there. Um, And it's been known, I mean, from time to time that some, depending on the performer, that things can get out of control, that things can get a little bit out. What concerns me most is the fact that the style of the concert and parents knowing of this performer specifically for the younger kids i think that the nine-year-old that's still in a coma and i believe there's a 13 year old that passed away too um 14, that they I would even be uh, you know be brought into a setting like this um it's very disturbing to me and i'm not judging any parent out there everybody has a, a right to make a decision and i'm sure you know no parent expects Something like this to happen, of but not. if you're bringing your child, fun. right? But if you're bringing your child into a sold out concert that it's already been advertised that a hundred thousand tickets have been sold, you know there's going to be a lot of people out there. You know, I know. But- I I mean, for me myself, I wouldn't personally bring my kids into a setting like this. <coughs> um, I'm definitely not judging any parent that did, but this is this is a wake up call to maybe regulate an age requirement for a child? Definitely, definitely. Well,
0: there's definitely a lot of blame to be passed around and shared. I, I definitely don't think that the blame should just lay on one person's feet to say, because I know Travis Scott has been taking a lot of heat as to how he handled the
1: situation. But mm-hmm. I think with that, I mean not to cut you off, I think with that they're looking at his history, Yes. from yes. what I've gathered I mean, I've been kind of trying to follow up on the news and trying so that we you know we could do this podcast. Mm-hmm. what I've been seeing in it this is not his first time no apparently I- his concerts are known for this. he's been charged previously for inciting violence um was charged or he was arrested. I don't think he uh, you know I th- i read he was charged and he actually had to end up paying a fine mm-hmm. for it
0: oh yes he was charged with this disorderly conduct that's right. okay
1: yeah. so but you know inciting violence and one of the i was um i was watching the attorney that's actually getting ready to file suit against everybody mm-hmm. on the-, the fox 26 houston news mm-hmm. um where this attorney is he's playing videos of him um Travis Scott literally telling the crowd rush past the security and come to the stage. Now
0: see, I didn't I've seen quite a few videos. I'm not sure which one you're referring to because I didn't see for this particular one that one happening. I know that was um that one incident. I believe that Chicago one that he was charged with the disorderly conduct back in 2015
1: was it? I think that that's the Lollapalooza one maybe Mm -hmm. however I I still
0: feel like you know responsibility has to go be shared by so many different people in this situation because like you said you know it's a parent's personal choice to bring a child to a concert but I think you should know what you're getting yourself into right that saying you know coming back to what I was getting at you know I grew up going to concerts with my parents, my dad, particularly, I feel like, you know, they took me to certain ones that they knew the crowd control was going to be appropriate to say. And I I just feel like I'm with you. It's a hard pill to swallow, to know the back history and then the type of venue that this was going to be. And to bring a child that young into that setting, it's a hard thing. It's a hard. Th- it definitely
1: is. I mean, oh. what's that about this? This, I mean, it's breaking my heart for all that have lost their lives and their families mm-hmm. that are enduring this um, tragedy right now. But with this nine-year-old little boy, what I have read was that his dad does not live in the same area as him, and he had come to Houston to bond with a child. So he was taking him to the concert for a bonding experience with him which breaks my heart because here is a dad that you know probably is trying to have some fun and show the kid a little bit of fun um and here the dad and he had the the child on his shoulder from what I read so the kid could see over the crowd and the dad got into this crowd rushed um I'm a short by accident, I, I don't I mean, I'm not going to assume that he was there intentionally because it didn't appear to me based on the, the articles that I read. And the dad passed out, which means that the kid fell off his shoulder and got mm-hmm. stamped on. Um, and, you know, I mean, no parent and nobody that was there, I'm sure, intended for this to happen. But what concerns me the most is especially with Travis Scott's concert is he has been known for doing this. The police department apparently had a conversation. The police chief had a conversation with him of their concern of safety. Um, the security guards that were hired, I, I read on um, one of the news that the security company that was hired um, was basically hiring anybody that wanted to get a job for the day. They were not prepared for this type of crowd. They, were, um, they did not have the, the appropriate training For this type of crowd um and what even you know one of the videos that i watch is that people are screaming stop the concert and he was loud and clear and he kept going although he saw the ambulance in the middle of the crowd now and i hate that bothers
0: me and i hate to be like play devil's advocate here but my experience i mean i've been to quite a few concerts i mean things do happen at those concerts oh absolutely all the time at the most secure ones i mean you have medical emergencies you do have certain things that happen and that i've been and the artists have stopped playing music to allow um a medical emergency people get to where they need to get and get that person out or assess the situation and stuff like that so it's not something that's uncommon it happens um it is such like a lack of security. I think it was. It's, it's mind-boggling. Like we are here yet again, and it's not just with him because I, you know, everybody wants to point the finger at him, right? No, but absolutely. let's be honest because this happens at so many different concerts, and this is not the first time with him or with other people and with other genres of music. Because I don't want to make it sound like it's just this particular. No. Like, this is an ongoing issue that we're back here again, talking Absolutely. about security and crowd control. And it doesn't seem like anything has been
1: done. It has not. And one of the things it's that gotten I was worse, to, it has gotten worse. And one of the things I listened to the attorney that's going to be filing suit on behalf of the family was saying is, you know, Live Nation is a big company. They're the one that put out all these concerts with different people. And they also have a history of not providing the best security and having issues in all their concerts. I mean, Gwen Stefani, you wouldn't think that, you know, she is not a, a wild type of singer. I mean, I would consider her, you know, I listen to some of her music. I've considered her some, you know, a fun concert to go to. Mm-hmm. She's had issues at her concert as well, put out through Live Nation. So like you said, there is a lot, of, a lot of people that we can point the fingers to. At the end of the day, everybody collectively has to take responsibility for this and do better. Exactly. And do and better. Exactly it, it's do been better. ongoing for so many years. Yes, they want to make the money. They want to get as many tickets sold out. They want to bring in the crowd. But at the end of the day, if they cannot provide the safety and the resources to keep everybody safe, yes, you have somebody that is known for inciting violences on his concert, but also you have a company that has had issues and found guilty, on several liabilities for putting out concerts, but yet they're still allowed to do it with, with minimal repercussion. Because you figure what they paid out on the one, um, I know Live Nation has been sued before and they've lost and they've paid out, what they, paid, what they have paid out versus what they make out of each concert is pennies on the dollar, yeah. you know? And yet these families are all suffering, you know? out of this I mean the kids were so young you had a nine-year-old you had a 13-year-old you had a 16-year-old you had most of them were in their 20s it's and there were a
0: lot of little kids there were a lot of little because before I heard about this poor little nine-year-old boy that's in the hospital now um I was looking through the videos that everybody was sharing you know you can find them anywhere and I had saw a different little boy Mm -hmm. around the same age and that was the very first thought in my head, because you could clearly see this little boy, he's up on whoever his guardian's shoulders are, you know, they're still kind of close to the middle. You see the guardian being pushed around and stuff and the little boy, you know, moving everywhere. And that was the very first thought in my head was like, why, why would you have a kid in the middle of that crowd? Right? Like, it's so tight, because God forbid he fell. I mean, it's hard enough to be in that kind of type of crowd with a group of friends that you go to the concert to and you're trying to hold on to everybody and mm-hmm. and you know enjoy your time and you have elbows being thrown and being pushed here and there and stuff like that. I can't imagine a kid that is smaller than most adults and God forbid they were to fall or something that or get separated like
1: Right. And that's what scares me. Yeah. I mean, it really scares me. I like I said, I choose not to bring my children around crowd because I do have three. <laughs> it's not like I could just have one and I could walk around. But even so, I wouldn't do it. The other thing that brings me to a topic and I do want your opinion on this because mm-hmm. I have my own sets of um, thoughts behind this is the, I mean, back years ago, and let me not be a judge, we've listened to music that was definitely not appropriate for our age. We mm-hmm. sung, we sung songs that we had no idea what we were saying. Um, it, it, and to this day, I mean, sometimes I'm like, Oh, is that what that song says? Like I'll hear it <laughs> and I'll, i am singing along and I'm like, Oh, yeah. let me, um, let me not say that out loud, you know, because it doesn't sound appropriate, but you know, it, it's, not going to say that, you know, kids are not going to listen because kids are going to be kids. they are going to listen. They're going to get they're going to make their own fan, you know, um, base or whatever as to what they um, what they like and, and mm-hmm. don't like. But what interests me is with Travis Scott. So like I said before, I never knew who he was aside from being Kylie Jenner's baby daddy. And what I found as I'm watching some of his videos is they are Definitely, uh, in my opinion, he is not so much of a role model based on what he does, based on his type of music, of the wording, Mm -hmm. based on his behavior. But that's my own personal opinion of it. Um, Of course, everybody has their own opinion. My question comes in is as a parent and as you, because I know you and I are so different sometimes um, as far as certain things. As a parent for you, what do you think when you see a singer or a performer or anybody, an actor or whatever it is that may be somebody that your child may look up to, but their behavior and does not align necessarily with what you think is right for your kids?
0: I have such a strong opinion about celebrities being role models for children. First of all, I mean... I think as parents, we need to instill in our kids that just because somebody's in the public eye as a celebrity or whatever reason they're in the public eye, they're still human. They're going to make their mistakes. They have their faults. They have their own demons, their personal demons. What you see here in the public eye is an image and they're working to keep that image, you know? And they shouldn't, like your children shouldn't be taking these celebrities and putting them on the pedestal and being like, oh my God, this is how I wanna be. Because they're only getting like such a small fraction of what that person's living, how that person's life, how that person really is. So to me, like it it kills me when I hear kids like, oh, I wanna be just like this person. It's great that your kid wants to aspire to dedicate and work hard to achieve the goals that they set from themselves, regardless of what those goals are. And they do see, okay, I, you know, I admire this person's determination and whatever the backstory is behind that. But at the end of the day, you should be your kids role model. You shouldn't be allowing your kids to idolize these people and then get upset when those people fall short of whatever their image their public image is you know and i mean you're a parent a parent you should not be allowing somebody else to parent your kid that's so. Well, let me personal. ask you this
1: on that note because i love to get your opinion on it um kids do look at parents as their role model in a way. Mm-hmm. most you know I I would say 99% of the time, the children does look up to their parents, to good parents, to say the least. Um, You yourself, as an adult, have not necessarily, I I don't want to use the word role model because I think it's, it's, but somebody that you admire or somebody that you think aligns with your thoughts and how you think things should be. That automatically is, your child is watching you also Mm -hmm. Seeing this person and trying to, um, you know, somebody that you connect with, that that mm-hmm. you understand. I don't, because I think role model is such a strong word, aside from a, cha- a parent being a role model to a child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you as an adult, um, your child is watching you as well, idolizing or... Because in, in general, overall, we do idolize at some point. Oh, you course. know, it's either, oh, I like how she looks, I like what she wears, or... You know, I like his style or uh, whatever it is. We're always we're always um, we're always looking outside of us into other people and trying to better ourselves in one way or another. And the reason why I'm asking is because when I see this, the parents, because I'm sure that a lot of these younger kids had the parents there with them or had an adult. With oh, of them. course. Yeah. They are seeing these people, oh, they go, my way of thinking is the parent, let's assume that everybody that was adult there with the children was a parent. The parent goes out there, that means that they like that person. They like that concert. They Mm -hmm. like that style of music. Mm -hmm. Automatically, the kid is already seeing the parent liking that. So that also becomes their, I guess Romano is going to say the word because I think that's the closest to it, but. Even if the person, if you're in that concert and you like what you see, mm-hmm. that child is automatically going to follow in your footsteps because you are their role model. So they feel that they also need to like what you like, which is not always necessarily the truth, but they're, you're being an example to your kid as to how to look at certain things and when to look at certain things. And they're going to follow that, those steps because they follow you, similar to a sports game, is how I look at it. My husband, for example, is a big diehard Giants fan. Big diehard Giants fan. Automatically, my kids are a big diehard Giants fan because that's all they know. So it's funny because when the Eagles play, Marky, you know, a couple of times I've said, oh, my friend is an Eagles fan. Oh, you know, he doesn't like the Giants. I don't, you know, he's like, I, but I like the Giants. The Giants are the best.
0: Yeah. So it
1: automatically kind of translate the same way. It's what you do, your child is also seeing. So even though we're trying to teach our children, take only the good qualities of what you see to what you want to become to better yourself. We're also showing them, well, but it's okay to like something because you like it, because I like it, or because you like it. You know what I mean? It's okay to like certain
0: things, like, That doesn't necessarily mean that that's how you are going to act or portray portray yourself. I mean, like I said, it's difficult. And I get where you're coming from, age appropriateness. But I feel that that depends on the parent and how the parent talks to their children and explains their children certain things. Like, my dad is a hippie. My first memories of going to music festivals very young, and I mean, yeah. when I talk about hippie, we're talking about rock and roll, sex, those drugs. Are the, those are the best. The hardcore, <laughs> yes. I what? grew up Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. Eagles, you know, all that. All that. So, I mean, there was a lot of drug use and but stuff. But I was like that. going to
1: say it comes with the consequences too, because those it, concerts brought a lot of drug use. It does. But my parents were very
0: open. But my parents were very open in explaining, yes, this was how things were. These are the things that happen. These are the things that you might see when we go to certain yeah. venues or events or stuff like that. I think my parents were very cautious, especially my father. I mean, obviously, being a little girl and being brought to a concert you know, a crazy world, anything could happen. But I think they were very conscious as to the type of venues and events that they had taken and what, aware of what was going on in those venues. So, I mean, like I said, you can't place the blame on an artist because that's their creative outlet. That's how they create, you know, express themselves and stuff like that. And that doesn't necessarily reflect like, you know, the person's a bad person or anything like that. Right. But it's how, as a parent, you sit and you talk and you communicate to your child and you explain, these are the things that they're talking about. These are the things that are happening around. These are what influenced them to, you know, write this kind of music or, you know, the lyrics and stuff like that. You really need to
1: parent your child. I so, agree with you so 100% like, on that.
0: You know, it, what I don't so agree hard. with,
1: and I'll be very honest, what I don't agree with and, and I and I and, and especially with this incident is particularly what I'm talking about with the astral world is. Parents need to do better. And a lot of parents this is a type of better. concert that a nine year old should not have been there, regardless if you're trying to bond them and that's your artist and that you follow and. You know, and I don't want to place blame on the artist itself because there were several of them. It wasn't just one. Mm -hmm. But Travis Scott was the organizer for this event. He has been known, his concerts have been known for inciting violence. If parents that follow him know this, you have no business going in. As far as the 16 year old uh, girl that passed away, um, my way of thinking is she's a teenager. Teenagers are going to do what they want to do. They might trick the parents and tell the parents this is something else. Not every parent is watching. And this is what I'm saying. The parents need to do better and understand and be there and understand and, and look for it. Because if you're going to allow a 16-year-old child, and I am going to fully assume here, and this is my own thought. This is not any anywhere that I've read. I'm going to assume that she went with friends or mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I just want to, that if the parents were there, you know, it, regardless, I mean, if the parents were there, good, but I'm going to assume that she might've gone with friends based on her age and based on myself, when I was at 16 years old, I didn't want to go to a concert with my parents.
0: Oh no, I was. Going if I wanted to college. go, I wanted to go on my own,
1: you know, yeah. but I'm what I'm friends, saying is, yep. did her parent, what I guess what I'm questioning is, did her parents really know the type of concert she was going to? And but at guess- what age do you feel? regardless if she might have been a mature 16-year-old, do you really feel that a 16-year-old can be in a concert by herself? And this is a pure assumption because in nowhere have I read that that she was accompanied by the parents or she went with friends. So this is a pure assumption that I am making, um, that she was there to enjoy herself, to have a good time, you know. So I'm just wondering, as a parent, would you, your 16 year old comes to you and say, Hey, mom, I want to go to a concert. This is, you know, I'm loving, this is a great lineup. I want to go. How would you feel about that?
0: It, it would depend on the type of concert and it loops back to being parents parenting. I mean, I would not buy a concert ticket for my child without knowing the type of concert, the type of venue it's going to be held at, um, previous incidences and stuff like that like you can only do so much obviously because nobody goes to any kind of event like this expecting something like this to happen you go with the expectation that you're going to have fun you're going to enjoy and you're going to come back home safely everything's good you listen to your music or whatever the event is and you have fun and you enjoyed yourself now I've been to concerts with friends at that age by myself, you know, parents dropping off, we'll come pick you up when the concert's over, give us a call, whatever have you. But I, I it, it kills me. Cause I want to be like, it goes back to being a parent and knowing what is happening at these concerts. Like, I don't, I personally would not feel comfortable letting my kid go to that type of venue setting, regardless of who it was. There was just way too many people. It's, it's a giant mosh pit, essentially. And anything could happen in there. Anything could happen.
1: So it's let me ask like you this, a- though. Mm-hmm. What if your child said to you, hey, mom, I want to go. I know you're not going to let me go by myself, but would you go with me? Because I really want to go. At 16? at 16 to a concert like World, a music festival like World.
0: Maybe, maybe. But I, I, I wouldn't be allowing my kids to be like all up in the front. I, see, because I've been to concerts like this before. And you and me know I'm not a person. I'm not a person that likes a lot of people around. Like, it's I like bad. my personal space. Yeah. If you're invading my personal space, we got issues. So I'm not the one that would have been up front or in the middle of like that big crowd. I would have been the one hanging out towards the back, towards the outer part of the crowd, just listening to the music. Like I've never been the one that I needed to be a front row seat person. Right. You know, no, I'm there, to listen music. I'm, You know, you have huge screens usually everywhere around that you can see from there. I'm good hanging out in the back. So in that kind of situation, maybe, but I definitely wouldn't have allowed my child to go so deep into the crowd like that. You know, it would have
1: been like kind of further Think about it. You got there, Mm -hmm. let's say half an hour before the concert started. And as you're getting there, people are coming in from behind you. Technically you don't have a perception as to how many people are really behind you because you already got there half an hour early, let's say. So, with that, it's hard to say, well, I would be in the back because no matter what time you get there, you're always going to be somewhere in the middle because Good people point. are always yeah. constantly moving. Yeah. And automatically it's in, unintentionally people move into the crowd, um, mm-hmm. what, you know, like that. Now, I, let me. Well, I think
0: that's the, I think that's you needing to be aware of your surroundings too like
1: absolutely like
0: i said i've been to plenty of those concerts before and you know my personal preference Going to those types of concerts, I'm always the one kind of out further away from the crowd. I like my personal space <laughs> once yeah, again. I'm the so same. I am gonna be hanging out in the back, enjoying the music, talking to friends, whatever have you. I've never been one to be in the middle of like the mosh pit.
1: Mm-hmm. None of that.
0: You know, I'm not <laughs> I'll be I'm not the prettiest, but I like my face the way it is. I'm not taking no elbows to my face. Right. So I'm I would have been the one hanging out in the back away from where, you know, something could happen because it, it happens. And especially in like a mosh pit situation, you know, and I've had so many friends have horror stories about piercings being ripped off and crazy things that I, you know, from experience, I knew that that's not the place where you wanted to be. Because if you put yourself in that situation, in the middle of that crowd, anything could happen. And when it happens, there's where are you gonna
1: go? Absolutely. You're stuck. Absolutely. You know it's 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 very interesting. Um, the only reason why I asked these questions is because we do have a concert here in Delaware. It's called mm-hmm. a Firefly. It's a very well known concert. People from all over the state, you know, the United States, come. You have all these big followers, and a friend of ours that is a nurse happened to be working one of the um, concerts this year for Machine Kelly, which is another mm-hmm. performer out there. Um, and during that concert, a 16-year-old girl was heavily intoxicated. Um, she was beyond to the point she, and clearly, apparently my girlfriend mentioned that he was tequila she was drinking. So one, it's a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. no parents because her girlfriend and her got dropped off at this concert. Mm-hmm. The girlfriend luckily wasn't drinking from what my girlfriend said and had enough common sense to be able to get the, the girl that was drunk's parents' phone number to give her a call. It goes to show that it's, it's just not necessarily this particular concert. It happens oh, no. everywhere. And it just doesn't happen with the mosh pit situation. It happens with here you are 16 year old girl, absolutely passing out drunk and, um, because she was at a concert with no parental supervision. Um,
0: that goes
1: back to parents. It's like it goes back to parents And it how you trust does. your kids
0: and how you speak to your kids. Because believe me, I mean, I've been to all sorts of concerts.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've and been I too. Mean, I,
0: I, I've seen so many different things.
1: I <laughs> and have. And things. I'm not like, going to say I go- was the angel. Um, yeah. Because I definitely was not. Um, but at the same time, like you said before, we, you know, we don't go to these concerts to have that mindset of I'm going to be stampede on, you know, I'm going to be killed there because but the, unfortunately, you know, the nowadays, performer decides to think. do a crowd rush or whatever it is that they do nowadays. The other thing is, you know, generational wise, I come from such a different generation than these kids are being raised in nowadays, mm-hmm. because what we did not gonna say it was safe not gonna say it was pure gold and we were the golden child no there was a lot that went on behind the scenes that a lot of parents did not know Mm -hmm. but I also feel that with this generation everything is to the extreme
0: it is and I think that's also plays a good part in it I think coming out of this lockdown and things are starting to get back to normal and these are concerts that, you know, we were, what, a year and a half without concerts yeah. while everybody was on lockdown, nobody was really able to. So I think there should have been a more anticipation with security as to making sure that crowd was being controlled because you have so many people and everybody was so excited and the adrenaline and everything going on. But. What really got me, you know, at first you started seeing the videos and like, okay, you know. What got me was when I saw the video and the news reporting all of a sudden that they already had an issue before the concert even started. Yes. That's what's... Yeah. And at what point when you have the crowd already rushing and tearing down barricades you know yeah gates and stuff at what was it the vip entrance yeah. and rushing in there did somebody not stop and think wait a minute let's take a step back this hasn't even started yet and we're already having this issue
1: right. I'm sorry. but that's the call you know that's where i think it was the unprepared life um security guards they were not ready. They were not prepared. They were not trained. These were people that based on the um, the announcement that I saw that some that one. But there them, was a police officer there too in the video. You clearly see your there was, police officer you, there on the horse. You're talking about 50,000 people versus one or how many few police officers were actually on site. They were well, outnumbered no matter what. Oh, yeah. No,
0: definitely. Because I think I only saw one police officer. Op- let me clarify. This was at the beginning before the, everything started. This was when they rushed that VIP section. I think I only saw one police officer standing there. And yes, clearly he was outnumbered. And with everything going on, I'm sure he was. And then you also had a performer of what, saying, you know,
1: come over the gate, push the gate, get out, come, come next to the stage. So I don't, he was, he, he wasn't doing that though.
0: Let, let's make that clear
1: because I, but, well, let's
0: make that clear
1: though. The because- video that, the, that I'm not, let me, let me just say this. The video that the attorney played during mm-hmm. the news conference, that's what he was doing. I don't know if it's from the World or if it is from the Lollapalooza concert. Prior but in one of them, he was rushing the crowd to get through the gates and past security. He also tweeted, which I saw the attorney post a tweet, is even um, in so many words, it wasn't so blatant, in so many words, if you did not get a ticket, We are helping people sneak in. Come if you can. Yeah. So, I mean... He's known for causing... um, If he's
0: known for causing, then I I definitely feel like there should have been more security. There should have been more police there. definitely should have been more security. No question about that. There should have been definitely added steps to make sure that something like that would not happen if that was the situation, just based on prior events. How ever it was clear that they had a situation on their hand prior to the concert even starting and it was already becoming out of control out of hand and nothing clearly was done
1: to handle that I mean the chief of police apparently had a conversation with him at his trailer that mentioned that this was a concern and and I want to know if
0: that was before they had they said he was before. They before, said it was okay. before
1: the concert because so of the was, amount of people coming into the size of the arena. That's what it, I read. If it
0: was before and then they already had the incident after that conversation, at what point do the police not step in and be like, Hey, let's take a step back. Let's get your security together. Let's make sure everybody's on the same page. Right. I mean, it
1: seems like they were all talking and this still happens. It's a very unfortunate incident. But one of the things that I did read is they are trying to make right, which yes. is they're refunding everybody that attended, um, although the lawsuits are going to keep filing. And I'm sure many more people are going to be held liable for this. And I hope they do only for but the sake of change,
0: yeah.
1: um, you know, for the and, and also for the lives that have been lost, not only in this concert, but all the other concerts that have happened in the past, that there's been no liability and there's really been no accountability for it because. Let's say you know. Let's face it, the Live Nation has been sued, has lost lawsuit, and they're still allowed to put concerts together. And clearly, they have not um, corrected what they've been doing wrong all along, for the sake of, in my opinion, profit. Um, Travis Scott has offered to pay for funeral costs for all the families that have lost family members on there, um, but it still doesn't change the fact. To me personally, if it happened to a family member of mine, and I'm sure that the families that are grieving right now are going through a lot of emotions, it doesn't change the fact that you started this and now you're paying for a funeral. You are the one that incited that these people do this crowd rush and now this happened and you're going to pay for a funeral. So I think there needs to be more accountability. I
0: mean, see, I'm, I'm still having trouble because I know you keep on saying... Like I know his prior concerts; those were his words and stuff. I don't know if during this one he had
1: he had um motivated or or. But he never stopped the concert, though. Though even you know what what I'm I'm only pushing it against him in some sort of way, and I'm sure that by the time his concert came on, other rappers and other um, performers were already there getting the crowd heat up
0: going mm-hmm. on
1: and, and just getting the crowd going already. So I don't want to say hundred percent. I put a blame on him. What I, I put mean, a blame on him is
0: crowd, clearly the crowd already was chaotic and yeah, had yes, that energy to be knocking down that barrier to begin with, just to get in
1: right prior
0: to everything started. So the, mm-hmm. those certain crowd people were ready in that state of mind.
1: Right. They came in. They I had agree that with that thought, 110%. You know? And
0: there's only so much that you could do to control because he could have been out there and telling everybody to shut the fuck up and stop what they were doing and everything. And let's face it, you're always going to have those people that are going to act however the fuck they're going to act point blank Period. That's true. And I'm not going to absolve him of, you know, his, his involvement in the whole thing. But I still feel like I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not pushing at everybody. him as
1: yeah. a um, performer. I'm pushing at him for accountability, in my opinion, is the fact that he was one of the event coordinators for this event. That was yeah. his event. That was Correct. his doing. That mm-hmm. was his putting together. And he failed. He failed miserably at what he did because he didn't have enough security. He was apparently the, the arena um, was over crowded there was too many people in there there was yeah, no age requirement month. for this type of concert um so to me if I were to put an event those are the things that you have to think about was the only thinking on the profit bottom line because hey a nine-year-old ticket costing three hundred dollars come on now I mean I feel like the age requirement and that goes back to parody like, it does like- and I am I'm and, with you on I'm that. I mean, I'm those- not saying that it's his fault that a nine-year-old was there But knowing the type of concert that he puts out, he should have, or somebody in his advisory team should have known to, Hey, this is not a concert for a certain age group Mm -hmm. and anything can happen.
0: And I'm not sure, like, I'm trying to think, like, I don't remember there ever being like age requirements or anything like that for any kind of concerts, at least not that I've been to. And
1: I Oh, most of the time I've been over 18 anyway. So I don't remember myself if there was any either. (laughs) And if Uh, so, I I would probably try to be getting a fake ID at some point. We're talking about years ago, not today.
0: Don't do it kids. Yeah, but I think that's just like personal responsibility, especially with the parents. I, mean, I I, agree. If you're buying, I at your, the end of the where day where kids coming with this kind of money to buy the ticket it's coming from a right. parent let's be at honest. the end of the day so your you know, parents I, I'm not, bear the responsibility for allowing you to go to a place like that let's be way.
1: clear that at the end of the day we're not blaming the victims no plan. no of course we're not, because, not doing that at all i mean yeah. it is a tragedy you i'm sure that any parent listening to this can understand that you know, these parents didn't go in there with the intention of getting their kids killed. Of course, Or they didn't not drop off all. their kids with the intention that the kids were going to be killed. Yeah, um, they,
0: they did it with the intention that they're all coming back at the end of the night after having a good time, fun, whether it was like a first concert or whatever the situation is. Of course, nobody goes into any of these events thinking that this is what's going to happen at the end of the night. But you need to go in, especially nowadays. And it's nothing that's different from before because I I know we talk about generation differences and stuff like that, but let's be honest, this this is something that's happened time and time and time It again. has. And, and, and the event I, coordinators needs, are definitely- Yes, the event help coordinators, help the promoters, the venue people, they're the ones that need to step up and be like, what can we do to change this? Because it's one tragedy after another one, after another one, and you hear the same thing. And I understand- you can only control people so much, and especially when you have 50,000 people in one area. Absolutely. If things could go wrong very quick, as everybody can see. It goes like very quick. It becomes very chaotic. You have people yelling and screaming. So I know like from the viewpoint of you know the video's being shown and you're like you can hear clearly that people were screaming yeah you can hear clearly because the people that were screaming were the people that were close to the person that was recording now you don't know what that sounded like over the other 50,000 people surrounding you yelling and screaming at the same time and then you might have one area that they're yelling and screaming cuz yes this is happening here but then you have the other side that They don't have anything happening. They're still enjoying and they they're unaware that anything else is going on around them. And I understand this
1: point. I understand what you're saying. But you also got to keep in mind that he is on a stage overlooking all that entire crowd. And there's an ambulance in the middle of that crowd. And he still carried on that concert. But he stopped though. Did he not stop After, in that ambulance for a while yeah. No, because the ambulance was surrounded uh, surrounded by people and he was still going at it. So the videos that, it, that I've seen is mm-hmm. he's still performing so many while videos, the ambulance yeah. is in the middle of the crowd. So that immediately if there was an ambulance and they even showed other performers when there is a medical issue or there's an issue on the crowd, they stop the concert because they can see over the crowd. I agree with you that part of the crowd may not have heard what one crowd is yelling and the cell phone's recording was near so that can be heard loud and clear. But it seems like to me that there was a group of people yelling loud enough, stop the concert. And he just kept going and going yet while there's an ambulance in the middle of the crowd. And that
0: goes back to security. Like, did they not have security spotting the crowd, like
1: looking or communicating? I mean, walkie talkies communicating, yeah, saying back and forth. I feel like there should have been security.
0: Yeah, I feel like there should have been security. It shouldn't have been left to the performer to be watching the crowd. Like, yeah, they watch the crowd so they have a feel of how the crowd is reacting to the music and everything like that. And they're doing their job essentially and trying to keep eye on stuff but i still feel like there should have been security that was just doing that looking out at the crowd and not the security that's standing next to the the barricades because they can only see so far into the crowd i'm talking about security that was in in a platform or or somewhere high enough that they could be actually watching the crowd itself and see what's happening because i mean on top of that let's not forget the fact that there was a security guard that was injected in his neck was god knows
1: what i did start reading about that yeah i mean what kind of crazy it's it was a nutty crowd that's for sure
0: so now on top of stampedes i mean we've had fires at venues events that have killed people stage collapsing stage collapsing yes Mm-hmm. We have all this other stuff. I mean, you have to think of, God forbid, sexual assaults oh, that yeah. happen at concerts. I mean, there's
1: been shootouts, as we know.
0: Shootings. I've been in one of those before. I mean, and now we have to worry about people coming up behind us and shooting us up with God knows what.
1: Yeah, It's scary. It really is scary out there, you know, but hopefully something will come of this. For the sake of these families that have lost people in the past and this current event our sincere condolences once again to all the families and those involved um hopefully some Absolutely. accountability will come from the top not just necessarily the performer themselves but all the organizers and all everybody involved um of course. and you know and hopefully new regulations can be put in place for these locations are taking place, where these events are taking place, because it's easy to rent out a location for somebody for a performance, but not be held accountable. They should also be held accountable because you need to have a limit on what you can do, um, and not just leave it up to the event organizers to decide what they want to do. So, I mean, it's an overall sad situation, and unfortunately, um, it's been an eye-opener. And to those that enjoy concerts hey go for it Yeah. but then again those with young children just think about before you take them to these concerts because you just never know what can happen what the outcome can be and we've seen too many tragedies um, happen.
0: Yeah. on that note well thank you for listening
1: to our bonus episode catch you on the next episode bye